Patrick, to get us started here mm. in our cold open. Classic. How Classical. likely are you to watch London Has Fallen and Angel Has Fallen now? Wait, there's a third one? There's a third one, and fourth is in development. It okay. can't be stopped. Mike Banning can't be stopped. The, now that there's a universe... I is more move the more movies are made of this world the more I want to see it I want me too like, if if, yeah. it, if it if it culminates to Mike Banning going to space I'm in I know I and to, this is a series that was uh not on my radar necessarily and now it is definitively on my radar <laughs> yeah the, 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 <laughs> I want to see how unhinged this guy can get how? I know I I really need to know and God bless Gerard Butler it's like. This is a man who gets his audience completely. <laughs> oh yeah, I want to see here. Here's what I want to see. I want to. I want Ger- uh, a little less Gerard Butler. Maybe get a little bit of that Gerard Depardieu bod, like an old man Mike Banning. Had a rough, had a rough he's, pandemic. He's, he's, he's done his good year in yeah. France. He, he yes. finally, re- he finally relaxed. He's back in action, but he's a little, a little more, a little more girth. Than there was before. He's looking, he's looking like his character from um fucking Den of Thieves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the most hungover man in cinema history. Hello, and welcome to the award-winning podcast, The Academy Academy, the show that discovers the absolute, undeniable, and scientifically proven greatest performance of your favorite actors in Steam Korea. I'm trying not to... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm hanging on tight to my American accent, but sometimes it comes out... <laughs> Hello, boy. I want a secret service. I'm John Sanderson. My name is Patrick Grabion, and I'm I'm American, in it. I, I'm I'm a man with so many skills. I could be a f- uncle, so good uncle to your son. I could be a boxing buddy, and perhaps, just perhaps, I could cuck you with your wife. Welcome <laughs> to the academy. I could be the husband your wife never had. Your wife has been looking for a man, a take-no-prisoners kind of alpha dog man, and you just, despite being the president of the United States, you are not bringing that to the table. <laughs> that is crazy. Like, he's president. He should be alpha. So, this week, we are back in the zone, the Anton Fuqua story, part seven. Mm. Oh, my. With 2013's Olympus Has Fallen. Interesting. Olympus has fallen and can be rented through all of the regular services and does have a Blu-ray available <laughs> in case you want to just rewatch this movie early and often. As I would yeah, say. I'm, assu- <laughs> I'm assuming it's, you know, uh Kino Lorber or uh uh Criterion, the Criterion, Criterion. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Criterion edition of this cinematic gem that is Olympus has fallen. Yeah, uh, I love I love seeing Mike Banning pick his uh, DVDs in the Criterion closet. <laughs> shit, 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 sallow. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. I'll take this and put it in my tote bag. <laughs> my Criterion tote. Thank you for having me, Criterion. I am Secret Service Agent Mike Banning. Killer of many men, friend to sons, and cinephile. <laughs> uh, uncle to nephews. Uncle to nephew. Father to sons. You get the you get the drill. Uh, so this movie is crazy. 
Yeah. Like, Goofy Goofy Dan. Clown Dan. Goofy Goofy Clown Dan. It's as if Antoine Fuqua, his last movie was Brooklyn's Finest, where he was trying for something high-minded, trying attempting in a classier joint. Mm-hmm. And this one, he has decided, um, we're going there. There's nothing high-minded at all in this movie. It's this... as if, and yeah, it's as if Antoine Fuqua put his hands up in the air and was like, "I guess this is what you want." I guess. Yeah, <laughs> you want this. Is what you, you want? Dogs. This is what you want. Yeah, this, this is what you want. This is what you want. <laughs> Here's the slap piggies. It's like he got, got a time machine, made a deal with Golden and Globus at Cam Cannon Films. It's rules. It's rules. Yeah. This is a movie that was supposed to star the Jim Cotta guy. I know. Yeah, it's like um, this was a, a lost script for an, a fucking American Ninja sequel. Like, <laughs> no, it's like. It, this movie could have been called Invasion USA. Could have had the exact mm-hmm. same poster as Invasion USA with Chuck with the sleeveless um, denim shirt and the two Uzis. You just put Photoshop Gerard's head yeah. over that with a bunch of fire behind him. Same movie. Same, you know. Just get like Adobe. You'll be fine. <laughs> I, I, I saw it. So I saw, I've seen this movie before. I saw it when it came out. I saw it in mm-hmm. that, um, boy, the Halcyon Days of 2013, that summer of 2013, in which. We were not given one, but two opportunities Ooh. to see terrorists take over the White House. <laughs> I feel like, too, 2013 was, like, the last breath of, like, action, like, these type of action movies, and then, like, a certain type of comedy. Like, before comedies kind of became, had to become a little more, like, self-aware. And, the, like, the uh, Judd Apatow ones were... The Adam McKay one, yeah, were kind of reaching, and the Feral ones were kind of reaching their peak. Mm-hmm. And then with the action movies, like you know, Olympus has fallen. If it comes out today, it's almost guaranteed, like straight to VOD. Oh, hundred percent. That's how this feels. This is yeah. This is getting filmed in Puerto Rico in like twenty days, <laughs> and it doesn't get like an absolutely like stacked cast of names like this one has. Like no. This movie cost $70 million to produce. This was a wow. big budget movie. So, of course, like, we've seen it before. Armageddon, Deep Impact, mm-hmm. Ants, Bug Life, Dante's yeah. Peak, Inferno, Volcano LA. <laughs> the fuck that was called? <laughs> um, the wacky Volcano Adventure. Yeah, Volcano LA. Um, yeah. <laughs> movies go into production. Oh, Tombstone, White Herb. That's another good mm, example. Um, movies with a very similar story go into production, and then it becomes kind of a race against time. Another, mm-hmm. I mentioned a couple episodes ago, um, kind of funner and trashier works best. Also, coming out first is helpful to your cause in a lot of these situations. Yeah. Um, if you're the second one out the gates, a lot of the audience would be like, I saw that three months ago that mm-hmm. movie and for so for some reason in 2013 the or around 2013 the idea of um terrorists taking over the white house got hot <laughs> like with all the, you know, <laughs> like i don't don't know why so we saw the release of olympus has fallen in march of 2013 and then later on that summer Roland Emmerich's White House Down came out in June 
of 2013. Wow. Now, cut back 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, movie fan, going crazy. Movie head. Things. Movie head, you know how it is. Yeah. Oh, did you know that um, White House Down was written by Zodiac's James Vanderbilt? Wow. Well, they, and it's a Roland and, Emmerich joint, right? So, and it's like the two guys are Channing Tatum as the Secret Service agent or cop guy, and mm. Jimmy Fox is the president. And if I'm looking on paper, just comparing that to Gerard Butler and Aaron Eckhart as Secret Service guy president, I'm White House Down. Yeah. Maggie. Um, all, Maggie Gyllenhaal is in it. Richard Jenkins is in it. James Woods is in it. And also, wow. really importantly, the terrorist is Jason Clark, who I, who I like. So there's like um, and it seems like it was a little bit like, did it, it seemed like classier, like a little bit, you know, it had a budget of 150 million. It just felt mm -hmm. like um, the the one. Out of that group. Oh, for sure. Um, well, and like Chain Tatum, that's his peak, man. Yeah. Off of, fresh off of Magic Mike. Yeah. I saw them both when they came out on video. I did not see either of these theatrically, but I did rent both of them. And I remember both of them being not particularly memorable. And they drifted <laughs> away from my mind. The one thing I remember about Olympus has fallen was I was like, this movie was incredibly violent, like shockingly violent. And that's what stuck in my head for 10 years until rewatching it last week. <laughs> Patrick, had you seen these ones? Had you, I'm saying, putting them together, but had you seen Olympus Has Fallen seen, before? I hadn't seen either of them. I've heard <laughs> tale of it. Like Gerard Butler, he's always a guy that's not too far from, you know, my thoughts. Like he's like a guy. <laughs> I know, yeah, I know. How could, yeah. Guy. It's like Mr. He's fascinating. Mr. He's utterly yeah. fascinating. His career is is like so. He's one of those guys where like I can never tell if he's like an A level star or if he's like the yeah. like the last of like the B grades. He's kind of like in that weird like he's like the is, only like is he is he like a A level movie star or is he like mm -hmm. a Chuck Norris type? Yeah, Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah, it's like it, yeah, you're right though too. He's like he is absolutely carrying the torch and is the standard bearer of continuing 80s action movies into the modern era it's keeping the spark alive yeah he's like keeping yeah. the the very minimal spark alive very minimal low effort the low effort spark alive but yeah and, and i think he digs it yeah like i think he's really into it because well, it's like the 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 hero to dads everywhere well, he's like found his niche, and it, like I feel like there was a time too where he was trying to like really move to like the next level. Like you, you occasionally see like an Ugly Truth, or like that one movie where he plays well, like a bad the, soccer he dad. Did, he did the Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, I mean he's like done other things, but ever since he did Three Hundred, yep, he has declared himself Mister Action Man. I'm I'm Beefcake Man. <laughs> Down to the fact, I mean, I haven't seen it, but I'm dying to. I want to see Plane. It's one of his more recent ones. Plane? Like, Come on. The, the wonderfully titled Plane. Plane? <laughs> I mean, you know, to the point. Why not? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I think, like, on paper, it's like you see, like, Channing Tatum, Jamie Foxx. You're like, oh, mm. that's got to be good. Reaching for the stars there. Yeah. And this one, you're like, this feels straight to video. Yeah. And that was it. Hadn't considered these movies... For 10 years, they mm -hmm. just disappeared from, despite the fact that inexplicably there are two sequels to Olympus Has Fallen. Yeah. 
it just utterly inexplicably. Like Lund, yeah, London has fallen, and then where's Angel? Angel has fallen. I don't know where that takes. Maybe on the moon, like you suggested. Hopefully, mm. space. I love it. Space. Yeah. Um. So there is like a last impact of Olympus has fallen, whereas there's no sequels to White House Down, and I remember everybody kind of being kind of disappointed by White House Down because it was like, oh, cool, Jamie Fox is the president. Like, there's like that's neat. <laughs> like, you know, it's like it's a fun president. I will, you know, yeah, he should be like. Yeah, he should be having fun. This should be much more fun. Mm-hmm. Which is goes back to that initial point. Fun and trashy. Mm-hmm. Kind of is better than high-minded when you're dealing with two movies, basically the same movie coming out within weeks of each other. Yeah, especially when like the, the premise itself is kind of trashy. Yes. So, Olympus Has Fallen is utter, like, and I don't mean this in like a critical or negative way. Mm-hmm. Olympus Has Fallen is utter trash. Yeah. Like, like, stupid. It's a stupid movie. Not in a bad way, but... Yeah, it is a wildly, irresponsibly violent movie <laughs> that is just balls to the wall all the way through. Everyone is hamming it up who's in the movie. Yep. Like, it's filled to the brim with character actors cashing paychecks oh, right yeah. and like, left. There yeah. are inexplicable character turns, personality choices. <laughs> it's er- almost things just happen so the plot can move forward. The level of like as I meant the level of violence was just as gratuitous as it was ten years ago when I saw the movie. <laughs> it is unhinged. It is it's just truly really... unhinged. That is like it is you a know, tremendous yeah, it... B movie. That's what I'm Ant- getting at. Antoine Fuqua, give him Give him credit where credit is due. He is never; it's always unhinged. He is a very yeah. he, he, he go. He always he always adds that extra squib or CGI blood. I know and he doesn't shy away from that. Anyone who could be cannon fodder, or is cannon fodder, like I mean, this is a absolutely nutty movie. So, basic storyline here is former U.S. Army Ranger Mike Banning. He's now a Secret Service agent and the detail leader for presidential protection. Yes. Or, and Mike Banning is, of course, played by our hero, Gerard Butler. <laughs> <laughs> Who, like, we're introduced to him. You know, he's uh, he's boxing with the boys. He's boxing with someone. Guess who he's hmm. boxing with, sparring with? The president! Harvey president. Dent! <laughs> <laughs> president Benjamin Asher, played by Aaron Eckhart. Yes, Harvey Dent from the Dark Knight. Yeah. Harvey, Harvey, Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> no. And he's such a weird actor. Because I think he's like, he's one of the, another one of these guys who's got like the look of like a hunk leading man. Mm-hmm. But he's so weird. And he's yeah. so, like, I, I use the word again. He's like, he feels unhinged. Like, well, like, like a second one, which Nolan got completely for the Dark Knight. He understood. Well, like, He's like, it, perfect casting. But like, Aaron Eckhart's introduction to the world was like, that Neil LaBute, like, yeah, in where, the which, where he's like a demon in that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think it's like, it's hard to like, see him. Weirdly enough, because he doesn't like, do anything inherently like, demonic. Mm-hmm. It's hard for him not to see him as kind of a baddie, or like, yeah, a, there's something, you know, it's like, his, I, 
He has that jaw. There's something about, and it's not a bad thing. It's like he he's has a very like he has chiseled. Kind of, he's got a little crazy eyes. Yeah, he's there's a crazy eye. There's like a chiseledness yeah. to him. There's something like yeah. And there think, is like there's layers there's to another reason why he didn't go a list was because he's like got the look. But you kind of like watch him. Like I don't know if I want to hang out with this guy. It's like, a little fear in the back of his. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah, it's, not, like, uh, it's not like George Clooney where it's like, man, I want to ride motorcycles and like drink tequila with you. Nonstop. I, I am like surprised that like uh he hasn't appeared in like a Flanagan miniseries or like yeah, I feel like I don't there's no he's like there's like because Jen always brings up she's like whenever like, I have like Dark Knight on or something it's like Jen's like what happened to that guy? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't have know no either. idea. I have hey. no idea. But he's doing almost exclusively VOD action movies. Ooh, he's like in the Cuba getting Junior Zone. Yeah. So I don't know. I have no yep. idea. I don't know his story at all. Yep. Hey. Um. Levy but in the in this, core, bud. He's um, the damn president. We yes. meet him. He's, he's, we're in uh, Camp David. He's sparring with uh, his great friend and Secret Service agent Mike Banning. Mm-hmm. Um, we can meet the rest of the family. First Lady Margaret, played by Ashley Judd of Heat. Ooh, that's a big, big actor. So I assume she will be in the movie the entire time. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. She's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that. Absolutely. And. <laughs> Precocious son Connor. I love Connor. Mike is, you know, best bros with the president. Mm-hmm. He's the, the uncle Connor never had, who like yeah. hangs with him, and watches TV, and plays video games. Yeah, lets him play he, the the dirty games on Xbox. He outright flirts with the first lady in front of the president. He is so <laughs> so alpha compared to this beta cuck president. Mike might be the most alpha man we've met on the podcast. Mm-hmm. He's just a, you know. Yeah. Dad's everywhere watching Mike and it's like, that's my guy. I could that's, do that to the president. I, I could do that. I could do that. But Mike's <laughs> so awesome. I And I really want to, like, have a catch with Mike. I want to think that. Toss, Mike, can you be, can you be my dad? Pig, toss the pigskin around with Mike. Hey, Mike, can you toss the so, OP with me? What we learn immediately is that the other really funny thing is President Asher doesn't seem to want to do anything that involves being president. He's like, can we put it off? Do we have to go? <laughs> like, no, I, don't, I don't want... I don't really feel like it. I just, I just want a box. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, can I just hang out with my cool friend? <laughs> <laughs> and But they have to. They gotta go to this event or whatever. Yeah, They're getting in their tuxes. Mike's yep. picking out the first lady's earrings. It's weird. Very it's weird. Like, that, really that weird. What a, not what a security secret service is supposed to do. There's a feeling like, oh, does like the president ask Mike to strip his wife in front of him? Like, there's like weirdness. Just like let's yeah. call it what it is. Like, there's a strange, yeah. There's a strange thruple perhaps occurring. And yeah, and hey, each their own. The president can have kinks too, but um... yeah, <laughs> it's weird. You were texting me, you're like, so is Aaron Eckhart supposed to be like Clinton or Obama? And I was like, none. None, none. of them. He's like, he's, he's like, he's a nothing. He's like, nothing. He's a not Whoever wrote this, this is a fair, this is a um, fair weather president. This is a, any he's, situation. We, he may not even belong to a political party. He may have stumbled in and gotten the job. <laughs> the Freedom Party. Yeah, whatever. I don't. The Peace Party. He doesn't whatever. seem to have any element to him that's like, oh, I like the like the crazy weird sociopathic drive that everyone who becomes president has. Mm-hmm. 
is not inexistent. Yeah, not yeah. That's yeah. that is like yeah, not not realistic. He's not sociopathic enough. He's not a de- he's not demonic. The president needs to be a little more demonic, a little more self absorbed. So, uh, they're heading off. It's a dark and stormy, icy night, and the mm-hmm. first the presidential limo spins out of control. What we the heck? Also note, we meet the rest of the Secret Service agents at this time. Banning oh, is very yeah. friendly with them, but there's one kind of like oily. Yeah. Kind of looks like a, a more evil David Schwimmer. <laughs> like an evil Ross. Circus Service agent Dave Forbes, played by <laughs> Dylan McDermott, who he's there and he's like, I'm almost going to retire, man. And he's got that entire thing. And the weirdest thing is, I just watched, I think I mentioned, In the Line of Fire, the Clint Eastwood Secret Service movie. Mm. You know who um, Secret Clint's ultimately doomed rookie partner is in that movie Ooh. dylan mcdermott wow interesting yeah, maybe a callback full circle, full mm. circle yeah makes you think mm. <laughs> like, i'm thinking so anyway the limo spins out of control on a bridge no it's hanging on by a goddamn thread the president is stuck in the car his wife is stuck in the car and mike makes the and let's be honest he does actually make the right decision. It's not pleasant. It's true. But it's probably well, it's, it is his job to make it's this the classic iRobot scenario. You know, so you he go. he um he can only save one of them. And he yeah. chooses to save the president. Hey, very much like Dark Knight, too. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it's very, a classic, yeah. yeah. Very much Bring like, it back. Yeah, actually, the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is Olympus has fallen a, a secret classic? So he saves, but um, unfortunately, Ashley Judd, who we, boy, both Patrick and I got totally hoodwinked. We thought she was going to be in the entire. She's dead. Yeah, she's dead. What the heck? Yeah. What the heck? And Cinema star Ashley Judd. Good golly! Cut to eighteen months later. <laughs> it's such a long time. Banning is working a desk job at the Treasury Department. This is not. Yeah. This is not where you put a man of action like Mike. You can't, you can't just put a tiger in a cage, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This tiger's like, got claws. Yeah, he is. Because President Asher is so pissed. <laughs> like, he's my best guy, but at the same time, when we find out he is very clearly the best guy in the Secret Service. Very sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, Incredibly the best guy. Like, and yeah. it's a pretty rapid downhill slide to number two. On the Secret Service. <laughs> Secret Service, they could probably be hiring better folks. That's what they yeah, take away from this movie. They're more like secret secure mall security guards. We'll put it that yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, some, 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 some strategic Paul Blarts they've got there. So he's been removed from presidential detail. He's just twiddling his thumbs. Mm. He was. It's around 4th of July weekend. He's married to Rada Mitchell from uh, Man on Fire. Oh, yeah. Uh, who is a nurse. She gets like a couple scenes. <laughs> That's my entire <laughs> character. She's a nurse. nurse. <laughs> like, there's, there's, a, there, there's a scene where uh, she's dealing with all the injured and there's like yeah. blood smears on her uh, yeah, little hard. smock. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's like, he's like, he is ready to snap somebody's neck right now. He's been he's given like... <laughs> no, he has had 18 months with no neck snapping opportunities. It's killing, it's killing Mike. You're like telling Rada, like, step away from him, Rada. You don't know what you're doing. Yeah, it's like telling Robin Williams, like, 
you can't do any of your manic comedy like at all like at some point it's gonna burst at some point yeah he's gonna game will break it's gonna go that's what maybe how it caused him to go insomnia yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) he couldn't do his uh he couldn't do yeah nolan's like you can't do any of your famous stuff. You can't do no. any more committee shit. And he was like, I, I can't handle it, Chris. I, yeah, I'm going to kill this teenage girl in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to. I, I'm go- if I can't do a Jack Nicholson impression ASAP, yeah. I will it, become the yeah. Joker. Yeah. Yeah. And Mike Banning is just sitting there ready to be Jokerified. And when the shit goes down, he is. You can practically see. Little smile on little Mike's face, you know, his heart grows three times, grew three times that day. <laughs> yeah, he's going Grinch mode, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> so he hates it. He hates his life. He hates making coffee. He hates Fourth of July yeah. barbecues. That's for oh, civilians. That's for civilians. His job is his job is ripping throats, man. Yeah, he's MacGruber. He needs to rip throats. He needs to rip throats. He is Decker. He is MacGruber. Yeah, is... blood for the blood god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so President Asher is meeting with the Prime Minister of South Korea at the White House. Mm-hmm. The he- new head of secret service, the head of presidential detail, and by the way, is a agent by the name of Agent Roma, played by Cole Hauser from Tears of the Sun. Ah, that old that that old salt, old Cole and Sun. Son of one of the Mount Rushmore of actors. <laughs> one of the we great were, sons. When we were watching The Carpenter a few weeks ago, and I think I did three beers and say, I go, Wingshauser is my favorite actor. Bar none. He's my favorite actor. <laughs> he is kind of like an art house Gary Busey. It is just like he's the thinking man's Gary Busey. There's that no, is on... Yeah. They just don't make unhinged actors. No. Like, like, in the same vein. Well, just and, f- films aren't shot the way like everything, even like all feels like indie stuff nowadays doesn't have the insanity. Like, like everything, Carpenter, is, more, feel, everything is more sophisticated. There are no, there's like people. Everyone has seen movies before mm-hmm. who makes movies now. It seems like in the eighties and back, there were still people who like got invited to make movies who might not know what a movie was. Yeah, who might have been aliens from different yeah. planets that just came and visited for a couple of years. And you occasionally get like an outsider artist like a Neil Breen or a mm-hmm. Tommy Wiseau who show up like that. But they're like making theirs is like such outsider art. It's so weird. Whereas like some of these 80 ones, it's like they they bear this resemblance mm-hmm. to a movie. But they're so odd that you're like only could this have come when there was not as much studio like hands-on guidance it's almost like they they accidentally achieve what like lynch like you know struggles and really works to like create within his like dreamier films oh yeah for for their pathological neuroses they create something insane like yeah it's really original insane whereas like lynch is just an artist who works at it yeah who's like a great he's like a genuine great artist but it's like it is cool though that through like it's it's kind of like uh you know occasionally the wrong clock will you know strike the right time twice or whatever right 12 o'clock twice a day 
you there know. There we go. Yeah. There yeah. we go. And that was a and that's a twelve o'clock movie, so the carpenter. Yeah, the yeah, and it's like you know, look it up. Wingshauser is a um sex god demon. Is he a contract, ghost? Is he is he a house? Why is, he a, <laughs> is he a contractor? He's house ghost contract? He's certainly cutting off people's arms with power tools. So <laughs> And people are chill with it. They're just like, yeah, yeah. it's happening, whatever. Fantastic movie. Fantastic. It's I don't know how easy it is to find, but uh we found yeah. it. So yeah. So you could find it too. Anyway. Oh man. So very, very quickly, they're in the White House. They're talking about mm-hmm. the relationship between North and South Korea. Holy shit. The head of security, Kang Yoon Sak, played by Rick Yoon, mm-hmm. is pulling out guns. They're it's all out. What then, the dang heck? This fucking plane strapped to the gills with like machine guns and shit. Crazy. Should not be swoops in into, swoops into DC. No no explanation murking the town like on i distinctly remember this first time i saw this movie i was like holy shit this is crazy and then i began to think like is this one of like the most realistic and scariest terrorist attacks ever presented on film like of like (laughs) how bad it really is i mean it does depict like you see the little guys running away from the falling buildings and they blow up the washington monument the plane crashes into the washington monument if i'm not mistaken yes and like it falls on people and all hell breaks loose mike banning is like in his office and he sees the plane fly by and he's like okay Time, time for me. Uh, I'm awakened. <laughs> yeah, the, the yeah. switch is the switch turned on. <laughs> the little, the little knob on his back from "Don't yeah. kill the kill" is up to kill. He's like, I'm sure everybody in his office is like, "Where are you going, Mike?" <laughs> to do some stuff. Like he, he hits the town. He drives straight to the fucking White House, where the terrace and like this scene. I was like clocking it. It's like a thirty. To forty minute sequence in this movie, it seems of this attack. Wow, it's nonstop. So it's all over town. People are mm-hmm. getting, it's just merciless in uh, gunfights and people getting tagged right and left. Yeah, the terrorists have are breaching the White House lawn. Secret Service is getting pushed back into the White House. The Secret Service is not doing. A, they are not launching a strong defense. No, they are they, getting there. They are getting lit up. The terrorists getting... are win- like winning this thing with ease. Terrorists are eating their lunch. Yeah, and so Butler infiltrates him, like gets in the mix. He's, he's like tagging in there. Sneaks in. He's tagging people too. He's helping out. He yeah. Gets... I think one of the funnest things you could possibly do as an actor in a movie is be the guy who sees. Like the rocket launcher being lifted out and yell RPG, you know. Yeah, and we saw we've seen it in a million movies at this point. Someone yelling that grenade, <laughs> grenade. Yeah, it's like I guess why you get in this game. Of acting, yeah, I think. yeah. You want to be like a, a soldier, like a mook. He's immediately better than everyone there. He's immediately taking charge. And if you're like a Secret Service agent who doesn't know Mike Banning, if say you were hired in the interim eighteen months. Mm-hmm. It's probably part of you. Like, the fuck is this guy? Yeah, <laughs> <You know? laughs> who is this guy in like North civilian clothing? 
Yeah, who's like showing up with his like tucked in shirt. It's like office khakis. job, like khakis. And he's like he like he seems to know totally what he's doing. He's incredibly Yeah. he's the most competent guy I've ever met. I don't know him. Don't Nope. know why he's here, but he's Scary that I don't know him and that he's dressed like a normal guy. I'm pretty happy he's on my side, it Yeah. seems, maybe. <laughs> like it's possible. I hope. Is he Hopefully. on my side? I don't know. Anyway. He somehow gets in the game. He gets into the White House. Meanwhile, the terrorists have taken the president, the vice president, a bunch of the staff down to the like the safety bunker. They're all down there. They're getting locked up. Holy shit. Oh, we should mention Dave Forbes, Dylan McDermott, who is working security detail for the North Koreans, is not. He's a baddie. He Yeah. is sold out and... He is working with the North Koreans. It's crazy. And he goes full, like, I did it for the money. <laughs> like, that's I like love Rockhound. money. I love money. <laughs> <laughs> like, He's a total rock out. it's crazy. He's got space He, sickness or whatever rock out had. this guy has had high-level security clearance working presidential detail for, if he's retired, decades. Yeah. At least 20 years. His pension is probably good enough. And yet, he joins the North Koreans. It's like that's not the dog you would want to like. It's not even like the Chinese or It's like like the. it's like fucking like Clint Eastwood into the blood and fire. Like yeah, I'm 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 in Al Qaeda now. It's like what? I joined up. That's gonna What? be a the sequel to Cry Macho. Ah, gave me a better deal. What? <laughs> Like. what the hell? What? It's just insane. But that's It's his movie. yeah. That's his Well, that and it's is like you, and that's part yeah, of the joys of this movie is that yeah, everything is so insane. yeah. The script has this uh, air of uh, this was written on a cocktail napkin in nineteen eighty three on Yeah. during a coke binge. Like, Yeah, like there's still cocaine residue on the <laughs> the original draft of this screenplay. yeah, this Joe's Crab Shack napkin. <laughs> <laughs> Joel Joel Silver fucking loved it in the pitch that night. <laughs> So anyway, Terrace like it's not looking good. Terrace have completely taken it, and this is where the titular Olympus has fallen. The White House has been taken. It's it's out of control. Poor Cole Hauser, he's the last of the main Secret Service guys to stand, but he, he doesn't make it. Yeah, he gets he gets it. I thought he was gonna be the turncoat. I had forgotten who the turncoat was, and I thought he was gonna be, but no, it was it's In retrospect, it's very clearly telegraphed who the turncoat is going to be. Uh. <laughs> Although, like to your credit, uh, I feel like uh, uh, Cole Hauser is typically a turncoat in movies. I know, like maybe it's the the his dad seeping down to Hmm. him, <laughs> like Got a little bit of that wings in him. yeah, a little bit of the wings in him. But like, I do admire Cole for like finding a career as like a tough guy. Like Oh yeah. that's that's the niche he's found. He can always be. Like on in military forces or Secret Service guy or and he's on Yellowstone. He's one of the leads on Yellowstone, which is pretty damn successful. Oh yeah, for sure. Like he's always going to be like a second like if you ever need like a a second in command heavy. Yeah, Go to he Cole. he yeah he's a good heavy. He's just Yeah. yeah he you you said you summed it up really well there. Solid So heavy. the president, the vice president, they're all hostages. The Secret Service is fucking dead. Oh, no. Like, the terrorists have surrounded the damn White House, and it's not looking good. So, 
elsewhere, the Speaker of the House, who's the third in line to become president, if there's no president or vice president, is Alan Trumbull, played by Morgan Freeman. Bringing, you know, we were kind of talking about it with um, Richard Gere a couple episodes ago and Brooklyn's mm -hmm. finest on tweaking your persona or just like rolling with your persona. Mm -hmm. At this point, Morgan Freeman, heading toward 80 years old, is rolling with his persona. He's not he's so on full on roll mode. He's not, he's, he might be doing this for the check, but because he's so charismatic, he's like, he's got the voice. Welcome. His presence is so great. It doesn't fucking matter. Here, here's, here, here's my hot take. Would have been fun. Would have been a fun extra thing that would have made this movie go from like crazy to super crazy if he had been in on it, in on it as yeah. well. I, mm. I, I kind of was hoping somebody in that room was like Robert like, Forster. Yeah. Something like if he that. like was yeah. a turncoat somehow. And then like yeah. Mike Banning has to break his neck. Yeah. Like, and he gets away with it. And then like cut to six months later, it's like the Ned Beatty and the <laughs> Danny Glover another, another day shooter. of evil committed. <laughs> yes. Fucking shooter shows up. <laughs> oh my God. If shoot, they need to bring shooter into the fall universe. Right. Oh, Please. The only guy who could gain the respect to be a partner with Mike Fanning is Swagger. Yeah, shoot the the titular shooter, Mark Wahlberg. How, I th how, how do you beat how, one who has fallen? You get a shooter. Yeah, well, this is this is this, right, this, this shit writes itself. Yeah, Fuqua, right. come back to the series. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, he's the acting president, and he's surrounded by people like. Angela Bassett as Lynn Jacobs, director of the U.S. Secret Service. Mm. General Edward Clegg, chief of staff of the U.S. Army, played by one of my all-time favorite actors, Robert Forster. Mm -hmm. It's there's a lot of good actors in this movie. <laughs> it's a lot, a lot of riz and a lot of swag. It's a swagged out movie, <laughs> and they're kind of they know what they're doing. They know what they're getting. They're all got paid handsomely, I'm sure. Oh yeah, and they're well... doing what they need to. Basically, the divisions are, it's interesting, because I thought Alan Trumbull would be kind of, um, they didn't get into this, but it's a very obvious, like, politically different from Asher, doesn't like Asher, mm -hmm. and kind of likes the idea of being president himself, and has to fight the urge for power. They don't really do that. They could have yeah. done it. It was there. <laughs> Not that kind yeah. of movie. Nah, not that kind no, of movie. No, no, no. I don't know. It's, We're not thinking he, about these things. He is trying to save the day. Angela, yeah. and basically what the divisions come is Angela Bassett hears that Mike Banning is there and she's like, guys, the greatest guy in the world. She's <laughs> like, she's very pro Mike Banning. Oh, she's eating popcorn. She's like, sit back and relax. This is my cool friend. This guy, if anybody's got it, it's this guy. <laughs> Pop some damn corn. This guy's, yeah. you guys, you're in for a you, treat. If you guys watched Ozark, we could just go watch Ozark and let him take care of this. Yeah, don't <laughs> worry. We could watch Ozark. Yeah. I heard good. the OA is good. That's a, the, the chess show. I don't want to get you. Lady Chess. Mrs. Mrs. Je Dr. Chess. Mrs. Dr. Dr. <laughs> chess. Mrs. Dr. Chess. You know the show I'm talking about. Yeah, the, the gambit of chess. Yeah, so... But the uh, Robert Forrester is a little more skeptical mm. of Mike. Rightfully so, because Mike is a bit salty when he gets yeah. on the phone with these people. 
<laughs> yeah, it's a little unhinged. <laughs> I must have been. Yeah. So, but, and he's also kind of of the military mindset. Why don't we just bomb the White House? Like, oh my God. Yeah. It's like, yeah. This is like, yeah, let's nuke the White House. Fuck it. Yeah. It's a bit, it's kind of like a diehard scenario where they're like, we're going to send in the SWAT team. And Bruce Willis is like, you're going to get him killed. Um, And they don't listen and they get the SWAT team killed. Very, yeah. you know, this is, this is, this is, all, yeah, this, all is this is also a very clear diehard ripoff. This is straight up just diehard in the White House, the which House, I bet, yeah. like, which in the 80s, you've done a lot of coke, you've eaten a lot of crab at Joe's Crab Shack, you're in, yeah. you're sold. Yeah, no, I'm, it is startling that this yeah. movie was not made in 1991. Like, yes. startling. Like, where, this idea was there, it's not that hard of an idea. This is like a, this is, this is a Brian Bosworth joint. Oh, any, yeah, like Michael Dudikoff, <laughs> Brian Bosworth, Chuck Norris, clearly, like Chuck built for this shit. If you want to get a little higher end, I mean, Slyer Arnold. Yeah. Could have you maybe, done this thing? Maybe I you're mean, trying to turn like a, you're trying to transition a, a sports figure into an actor. You get like a Pete Sampras or something. Pete Sampras. It's <laughs> like that. Oh my God. That's a, the, uh. Ben Stiller show sketch Advantage Agassi or Andre Agassi goes like he's an, he's like a cop as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a really, really funny sketch if you all haven't seen it. It's very, very good stuff. Advantage yeah, a- Advantage Agassi. <laughs> ben Stiller show might be uh the uh, most underrated. It's in the uh, top three for me, lot, I think. A lot of the sketches hold up. Oh you know, yeah. they're like mm-hmm. the in Ben Stiller's like he's very skilled at the impressions he does. Like his Tom Cruise, his Bruce Springsteen are all excellent and mm-hmm. super funny. And I think like he's so good at like playing a guy who's like trying to like punch above his weight class. <laughs> like, like I love yeah. his guy. I love his guy in Dodgeball. Oh, White Goodman, one of the yeah. great, yeah, so one of the great funny. characters, yeah. one of the great characters. I do love, like, that is a, oh man, what a movie, what a classic. Yes. I love, my favorite thing, I had Dodgeball on DVD, and one of my favorite things is that there's a, an alternate ending to Dodgeball, where just the, <laughs> where like they, lose. They, they lose, it rules, that's so, yeah. I wish they went with that one, and like, Ben Stiller's just like, yeah, yes. it's so funny, it's so, so much fun. funnier so than the funny. ending. So you can good. Tell, you can tense them like it would be so funny. Will it be satisfying? Probably not. But it would be so no. funny in retrospect no. if they lost. <laughs> it would have ruled. It's so good. <laughs> My mind is a youth. Anyway, mm. back to the Turns show. Turns out, Kang, the North Korean ultranationalist terrorist. Yeah, his desire is to get this the the entire U.S. fleet out mm. of Korea, both the in the dmz and by water if they do so clearly within hours um we either have nuclear war or north korea falls are are we in a jewish deli because that's quite the dang pickle yes it Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. and then he also has a plan that he's going to take over the u.s nuclear military codes (laughs) no (laughs) it's it's big of course, yeah. it's the end of the world. Of course, yeah. It's, it's what movie are we watching? Yeah, this guy's yeah, this guy's named Evil McEvilton, practically. So He's just... <laughs> there are three people have the codes. There mm-hmm. is um, chairman of the Joint Chiefs Staff 
Henning has the has some coats. But more importantly, Secretary of Defense Ruth McMillan, played by Melissa Leo, channeling her performance in the fighter. It's yeah. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> it's the it is supposed to be dramatic. She gets the fucking funniest scene in this movie when they are dragging her by the hair and she's doing the Pledge of Allegiance. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> this is truly nuts. Yeah, it is nuts. Like, and I'm sure it was in the trailer. So she has a code and then the president has a code. Yeah. And the president is, co- I love throughout the movie, the president is constantly like, I would yeah. rather die. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I kill me. He'll my just wife, kill me. My wife fell into a lake 18 months ago. I am not the same. I, I want to be freed from my flesh prison. Yeah, he's, like, he's like Richard Gere and, um, Brooklyn's finest. <laughs> he is totally that. Every morning, Benjamin Asher wakes up whiskey with and, the whiskey, whiskey and gun. That's the combo. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, empty mm. bullet again. <laughs> empty cartridge again. Can you imagine if that happened in real life? Like the the president was acting like that. Uh, that'd be bad. That I would not like. I would not. I would not like that. I would <laughs> really bad. We would. I would get the VP again. Get Harrison there. I think the closest we ever came was Nixon. I think Nixon was pretty damn yeah, close to that. I would say like Nixon that. was definitely like, yeah, there's a couple. I feel like there's a couple of evident points. It's probably some older. I bet like Chester A. Arthur was like that or some shit too. So, but what the terrorists realize is that the mm. only way to get Asher, because Asher's going to like die rather than give up these codes. Yeah. The only way to convince him is to get his son. Because that's his only link, his only yep. tether to the human people. Yep. So he, that the race is on. And Banning mm-hmm. realizes it. He's like, I'm going to find Connor. I got him. Banning steals a bunch of like tack gear and gets all dressed up. He's like, Miss, now he's like covered in guns. He's yeah. ready to rock and roll. This is awesome. guns. He's like, totally ready to rock. This is also post like every other uh, uh, agent getting gunned down by machine gun fire. Dead bodies everywhere. 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 Crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. And banning not only like smart mouths everybody in tr- with Morgan Freeman's room. He gets on the phone with the terrorist. And he's there like, I just can't wait to fucking slit your throat. He tells this leader. No. He tells the leader of the terrorists, he's like, when I stab you in the head. It's like, so what? Too what? specific. It's very, you've thought this out, Mike, on how you plan on killing this guy. Who? So mm-hmm. then Mike goes on a rampage. Yeah. He's just taking dudes out. Just breaking necks and yeah, like, shooting guys, stabbing it's guys. It's easy. It's easy. Yeah. Killing is easy for a guy. Oh, that reminds me. Killing is his art. And he's about to paint his masterpiece. Yes. <laughs> Might as well be crazy. Might as well be crazy. He's, he's yeah. kind of like Creasy without any like tether. There's no Yeah, he's not drinking himself to death like Creasy. Um no. he's he's perfectly fine. He just wants to get back to work. Yeah. It's almost like a kind of like a fight club situation with where he's just like the society is his enemy, like just the banality of society. So he's just going through he rather easily tracks down the president's son. Rather yeah. easily 
gets the president's son out of the White House to get rid of that. Yeah, that um, you don't have to worry about that anymore. And meanwhile, the terrorists are getting like, man, this guy is uphill. He's a pebble in my shoe. I, wait, we got to kill him. <laughs> and Dylan, this Dylan, pebble in my shoe. Dylan McDermott's like, I'll go out and get him. Dylan McDermott <laughs> has a real um, uh, Ellis and Die Hard quality. He's like uh, half. He's half like Ellis. an. He's an. He's an Ellis trying to be a Gruber. Yeah, he is. He's <laughs> and he, but he really is just an Ellis. He's an Ellis. He's not a. <laughs> He goes out and tries to banning immediately, like smells stink on shit. I can't help this guy. <laughs> like, like, you suck. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> he, so he does. Yeah. And oh. he goes, do one right thing before you die. Tell them you got me. And he does. Yeah. Because he's like, he's a flip flopper, man. That's this, true. This Dave. You can't, you Dave, can't trust, you can't trust Forbes. Yeah, Agent Dave. What a loser. Yeah, you're not on my Forbes 500, sir. Oh, I love that Dylan McDermott, too, the second he reveals himself as working for North Koreans, immediately starts, like, smoking like, in front of everybody. Like, <laughs> hey, he's a bad guy. You gotta know. Bad somehow. guy. He I do his tie. And I do, like, he has that one line, too, where he, like, uh, or Asher's like, how dare you betray me? And then he's like, all of your neoliberal policies have betrayed <laughs> Who are you working for? What is your ideology for? Yeah, (laughs) commit to something. Who do you believe in? You can't just drop that once and then not talk about it ever again. So yeah, it's like neoliberal. Very silly. It's like the one time they even bring up Asher's politics. We don't know if he's a Democrat or Republican. Not at all. At all. all. This entire. I think. He he is like I feel like Asher is written as like the default president in a screenplay. Like he's like the default setting. He is like yeah, kidnapped with... president. We'll give him a name later. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, were we supposed to give... gets, gets, gets the kid out. Things are getting hot though. The vice president is dead. He gets mm. shot on camera. That's crazy. Yeah, um, that is nuts. Is this like getting filmed? Like, is it like is every is it or is it just like for like the weird? pentagon staff or whatever i'm assuming it's they're gonna kill melissa leo but asher but um banning saves her she gets out that's a good thing Mm -hmm. there's also this weird moment when the terrorist is like i know exactly who you are mike banning i know your wife is a nurse and all this kind of thing and they don't do a scene where there are terrorists go to the hospital try and get mike's wife yeah right there bring yeah don't bring bring it up up. yeah don't bring that up if you're gonna as audiences we're trained like oh they're gonna go for his wife yes (laughs) But they don't. No. <laughs> it doesn't matter. She, you what? get one scene of her looking flustered oh, because there's some... Like, <laughs> and she's like, oh my god. And then it's also that moment of like, my dad is Turbo Man. It's <laughs> 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 like, my, my husband is like Secret Service. <laughs> my beefy husband who yeah, is constantly yeah. on the edge. Well, it's always like, that, that, that. I mean, it goes back to True Lies, even though it's like... Yeah. Jamie Lee surprised that her like bodybuilder husband with a thick <laughs> Austrian accent. Yeah, is it just is it like I thought he was a nerdy computer salesman. Look at him. It's, you married Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> there are certain actors you just can't do that with. I know. Like honestly, he's like the least conspicuous guy. <laughs> conspicuous guy in the entire world. Yeah, like there's. There's no way a guy like that has a name like uh, Jeff Smith or whatever yeah. the fuck. My dad's Turbo Man. He's the only gigantic Austrian guy in Minnesota. 
Yeah, of course that's your dad. Yeah, of course he's fucking Turbo Man. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> Gerard Butler like just kind of like takes care of business. There's a great scene where Robert Forster's like, "We're gonna, we gotta bomb him. We gotta mm-hmm. go in." And Gerard Butler's like, "You fucking moron! I should have your job. I should have all the jobs." hundred jobs and they do but it's a kind of a cool they attack the white house there's a big explosion gerard saves the day though mm-hmm. in that oh helicopter crashes they shoot down helicopters all over the white house lawn very cool very cg's cool. not great let's be honest no. CG is actually <laughs> it's, great it's very like um it was giving me like a ps3 that scene so it's movie, very like this movie is no offense to anyone involved this is a shoddy movie. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's like yeah, the 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 lighting is uh, like more to be desired. Like it feels like a lot of this movie was like uh, filmed in the they dark. Are, or like, they, <laughs> the 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 terrorists cut the power, mm. and it is dark, almost as if yeah. to obscure the fact that they're not filming in a location that looks at all like the White House. Well, and it's like it's not to their advantage. Like Fincher was talking about in the killer, the dark fight scene. Mm. And he's doing it. He said he was doing it because he wants it to be purposely obscured, to not purposely have moments of not knowing who's who, to make the violence seem so much more like throttling because mm. of that. I don't think they thought about things like that with this movie. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, maybe there's, yeah, maybe, maybe this is a, a treatise on, uh, no, I'm not even going to commit to the bit. No, 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 no. no, 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 we're, no. we're almost done. <laughs> Gotta get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. I, I need a sandwich. Yeah. Um, but he kind of he gets in there mm-hmm. just as they're about to like execute the president. Classic situation. Classic situation. Oh, there's a bait and switch too, where they send out like doubles to the helicopter and they think the president is dead on TV. He's not. <laughs> All hell breaks loose. We got fights going on all over the place. The president is shot. Oh no! Oh no! But and the, but we finally get Banning versus Kang. Oh yeah, hand to hand combat. Kang proves to be the first person in the terrorist organization with any like with the hand to hand skills to almost match <laughs> Mike. So we get a brief moment in which Kang kind of gets in there, almost yeah. gets Mike. There's like a, a chance that like maybe Mike will bleed or something. Yeah. Or tables are turned though. Mike gets his knife and follows through his promise and <laughs> domes this guy with a knife. Stabs him in the head. It Stabs is the, the damn head. The specificity of it just it does bring uh, remind me of we've been referencing this film quite a bit already. But the McGruber where he's like, I want to, I'm gonna cut out your dick and put it in your mouth. Yeah. Like that level there's of like specificity. A fine line. And I what I admire about this movie is that there is nothing ironic or tongue in cheek. No. Not in classic Fuqua fashion, nothing is funny. Purposely no. like purposely funny in this movie. Like, not at all. This is everything serious. is played to dramatic hills. But this unlike Brooklyn's finest, this one guy goes full circle just being like kind of hilarious. Unintentionally, but <laughs> yeah, just the sheer carnage is it's, all you can do is laugh. It's overwhelming. It, it this is like a, a lost 80s canon film mm-hmm. in the best possible way. Oh, for so, sure. We got a damn hero on our hands. Mm-hmm. Wait a second. I see mm-hmm. movement coming at the front door of the White House. It's Mike carrying, basically carrying the president out. <laughs> And 
Mike is fine. Not that hurt. Not much. He's fine. <laughs> he's pretty. He's pretty. <laughs> he's doing pretty well. All things just, just another day in the office for like old a Mike. A little scratch on his forehead, maybe <laughs> you know, but not much. Nothing last. No lasting injuries. Oh yeah, no, he's fine. And he carries the president out. What can I say? Save the day, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Burgers on me. I DC is decimated. Like this is a, this is a this is a massive like history book level tragedy. That actually yeah, this is out. like yeah, this is like on this is like ten nine eleven. Like, yeah, this is like it. This this would be, this would be something we'd be talking about the rest of our lives. Yeah, this like, I, yeah, because like yeah, DC has not been attacked like this since the War of eighteen twelve. Folks, yeah. this is not um, good. But at the end of the day, it's just another day at the office for Mike mm. Manning. Yep, coffee o'clock again. Uh, Aaron Eckhart recovers, gives a rousing, patriotic, yet kind of um, ambiguous <laughs> mishmash of words. Like at the about, end? To talk about how America will rise and all this kind of thing. Yeah. I guess who's back on main presidential detail. Mm. You guessed it, folks. It's Mike Manning. And they share a moment. They're like, what's up, dude? What's up, dude? I'm sorry. We're bros for life. Yeah. Ashley Judd's force ghost nods and disappears yeah. into the wind. Thank you, Mike, <laughs> for being the man that I couldn't be. <laughs> like, being the man no man could ever be. <laughs> yeah. And awesome guy. Awesome movie. A great time was had by all. Dumb as a box of rocks. Yeah. But we need these kind of things. Yeah, 10 out of 10 clown noses. We need a fun, goofy yeah. time. Like this. All of the high-mindedness of Brooklyn's Finest. All of the accidental conspiratorial high-mindedness of Shooter mm-hmm. is out the door for an insane semi-right-wing crazy action movie <laughs> just deeply 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 troubled the, the deeply troubled mike banning will ride again mike banning will ride again <laughs> in two sequels i need to know i need to know we got to watch these ones i don't not for uh, the show we just need to watch these for our own yeah viewing pleasure i think i mean it could be a fun bonus app we could do a fall in so maybe like a maybe that's like a, a Thanksgiving treat. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? This was filmed in Shreveport, Louisiana. <laughs> yeah, they, they famously like the White House, DC. It, it, the entire production relied heavily upon CGI. Not yeah, like, you can tell that fucking. Yeah, you could tell. You could tell. Yeah, it's, the next box ass graphics. Yeah, it's it's really dark and if it's not dark it looks like a video like video game graphics yeah and an old video game the um it's interesting the film the film's trailer used the emergency alert system code mm-hmm. like the noise and stuff and i guess the fcc they, they got were fined for air they fined a bunch of people for airing the ad oh my god <laughs> it was um yeah so it's a uh, wild movie. Like we said, it was released yeah. March 22nd of 2013, beating White House down mm. to the theaters. Grossed $98.9 million in the U.S., $71.3 million in other territories for $170.2 million 
Guess right. that $70 million budget is a reason we got two sequels to this one. Did pretty yeah. well. <laughs> that, <laughs> like, also, yeah, that also have lower budgets. <laughs> yeah, that have, yes, that became even more SVOD. <laughs> <laughs> um, 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, that tracks. It's far from original. But Olympus is down benefits from Antoine Fuqua's tense direction and strong performance from Gerard Butler, which might be just enough for action junkies. Mm-hmm. I think it is. I think it is. This is That's a throwback. Enough. If you are saying they don't make them like they used to, if your dad <laughs> is complaining that he hasn't seen like um, you know, <laughs> like you know what a, a canon movie basically for a very yeah. long time. Slide this DVD, Dad's way, because I think he'll have a good time with this one if he hasn't already seen it. <laughs> the um, Katie Ridge of Cinema Blend play- praised the lean, low-budget approach, calling the film both captivating and queasy. <laughs> Sadly, that could be said stated for a lot of Fuqua's work. <laughs> yeah, makes my tummy hurt, but in a good way? Hmm, question mark? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Richard Roper called it just a too much of a pale diehard ripoff. Mm. While David Edelstein of New York Magazine was more negative, he praised Gerard Butler's role as a solid character. He criticized the script and writing, and script and violence writing. Olympus has fallen is a disgusting piece of work, but, but it certainly hits its marks. It makes you sick with suspense. And it is. That's what I was trying to say earlier in this episode. It's like all I could remember was just how gratuitously violent this movie was. Yeah, it's bordering on depraved. It is just it like it really is. It's but it's like it harkens back to a time in which sophistication and responsibility mm-hmm. was not the top priority. Yeah, the top priority was exploitive titillation. And this movie has that in space. Yes. <laughs> and if you were after something like that, which I think that they were going for with this movie, if but if you were after something like that, like you could do worse <laughs> than this movie. Yeah. Oh, totally. Like this is still like, you know, scores, of, especially since like when you consider how things have like degraded now, like the, the, just the gut, the glut of like these horrible, um, VOD films that just have no art or uh you know I like think this is like there's an irresponsibility to this movie though mm-hmm. that I find almost counterintuitively charming. Yeah, it's very stupid in a way movies at this point in time, even like by 2013, hadn't been stupid in. Like yeah. the whole thing about like like the South Korean guy secretly being North Korea. Like that's a move that I feel like even by 2013, people would be like, really? Like this is the best yeah. choice you're making. It's, it's pretty impressive. It's quaint. It's there's yeah. a quaintness to its stupidity. <laughs> there's a... Yeah. That you just didn't know was still available in big budget, like mainstream yeah. movies in 2013. Very, yeah. Very like uh very like I'm a kid on the playground and I've watched a bunch of Sean claude Van Damme movies and we're oh, like, gonna... yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're like, I mean, you're it's you're a kid on the playground. And you're making up an action movie scenario. Yeah, I get to like, be Van Damme and you get to be Chuck Norris. And you get to be Seagal. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the guy. 
Jesus, this is this is a yeah, nice, huge this is like a Seagal. 90s, this is a 90s Seagal movie. Mm. Like the classic era Seagal. Oh, for sure. This classic, is like back when you can be era. classic, yeah. But, well, back when you can get like a, 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 a Gary Busey and a Tommy Lee Jones to yeah. serve as foil. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's like it's it's essentially it's under siege. Which, but under siege was, of course, die hard on a navy mm-hmm. boat. Like there was nothing more different than they <laughs> under siege with Seagal's die hard ripoff. Man, they really die hard. Really, uh, they yeah. came, they found something special. They cracked a code there that. Yep. They they try to kick that can down down the, down the road many more times. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of like what are the last things that haven't been diehearted yet, like a pyramid. Uh, well, I mean, you could what could argue AVP. Oh, that's true. That is pyramid with aliens. Diehard in a ziggurat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think yeah, I think it's just like that. It's it's amazing that no movie existed with the diehard premise before diehard. That it took yeah that long for to come up with. Oh, let's get a guy in a certain situation in a certain place to battle with terrorists, where he's kind of got his back against the wall. Oh. Straight up, like yeah, it is like the like the equivalent of like discovering the polio vaccine or whatever, yeah, and it's like this yeah. huge revolution. What What do you think, dads think is more important: the discovery of the diehard story trope or the polio vaccine? Uh, I mean, I what, is know, that's what, what is giving one. more joy to their life? My kid Definitely. is not. My kid is not in an iron lung, but I didn't get a chance to see Speed Two Cruise Control. I don't. Yeah, well, and hey, if you're in that iron lung, gives you a long, a lot of time to see. Hang out with my favorite friends, the movies. A lot of, a lot of, yeah, it's like, man, there, I think it would, like, but if you think about it, like, Speed is a, and The Rock are diehard in a movies Hmm. that are classics on the level of diehard. It's true. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's kind of incredible. It's just it's a it's a perfect it's a perfect formula. It's a, you're, yeah. one. It's it's like you got an underdog. You have uh, enemies. Uh, it's easy to film because you're usually in like one specific place. Mm-hmm. I think Has, too with the, like Die Hard, they and they try it with this with Gerard Butler like being a wise ass mm-hmm. to the terrorists and the the authorities. Like Bruce Willis though was like like Gerard Butler comes off as a psychotic bully. Yeah, he's a lunatic. When he does that. When Bruce Willis is like a wise ass to Hans or like the guy at the cops outside, it's like, oh, put you even more on his side. <laughs> like, like, it's like he's like it's well with Bruce Willis, it's like he's the rare actor where he's like believable on both fronts, which is so difficult. Yeah. Like you believe him as like the uh the Bugs Bunny esque snarker everyman, and then you also believe him as a guy who is like competent. Yeah, capable a capable yeah. action man. Yeah, yeah, which is like not a lot of people can uh, yeah, wear both hats. Him, that's what made him so special. Yeah, like they a lot of those guys tried it too to do yeah, some like, things. Yeah, because Butler, all the love in the world, you're incredible and you rule, and more dead of thieves yeah. forever. But you're like not an every you're you're Arnold Schwarzenegger. You're not an everyman. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, you're, you're, <laughs> you're too you're cool. Kind of like, yeah, you're kind of like a scary thug. <laughs> Most yeah. Of else. Like, <laughs> yeah. I would be afraid of you beating me up if we had yeah, IRL. Like, it, Bruce Willis, you want to like go to like a karaoke jam and sing blues songs with? Like, yes. <laughs> oh man, Kevin Bacon has he done a movie like this? He did a Death Wish ripoff called Death Sentence. That's the closest thing I can think of. But it would have been interesting to see Kevin Bacon like bulk up. 
a bit and Ooh. do like a like what if he did like a taken type movie like right now that'd be interesting he's so like he's one I of those guys him. too he rules big, he does yeah. rule i think like yeah that's like a yeah bacon think about it yeah but uh, i know you're listening yeah. i know you're our number one fan yeah, it's a big big <laughs> listener man he loved loved the martin breast season in particular yeah <laughs> well if you've seen london has fallen and mm-hmm. the uh angel has fallen and you think we gotta rush to our local video store and check these movies out yeah, run, don't walk. Run, don't walk to that video tech. Uh, check in with us at the Academy Academy Podcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at the Academy. Let us know if the banning saga, the banning mythology. Yeah. How? Where does it go from here? I just don't, couldn't even imagine. Like, because I color me curious. Like, this movie's <laughs> nuts. And I, and if the other two are even half as nuts as this one, we're in for a satisfying time watching those movies as well. Oh yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, and I and I do agree with you. Banning is a saga, like the Icelandic sagas, or like it is like an ancient. This is an ancient uh, story being retold. Yeah, to cater I, to our I, current tastes. I love Gerard Butler. Love him. He rules. Yeah, he, he rules. rules. He yeah. rules. He's crazy. Yeah. He rules. He rules. There's it. no. Yeah, he's he's really carrying the torch for a certain yeah. kind of thing that probably should have died. Yeah. Like, I don't see, like, the millennial, the Gen Z types, the TikTokers jonesing Mm -hmm. for these kind of movies. Or maybe, although, that's the problem. Although, maybe here's the problem. Maybe we haven't found the right, like, amount of crazy. Like, maybe we need, like, a Ron Artest, like, a Meta World Peace to start starring in. Yeah, I don't know. Someone just, yeah, I don't know. It's a little effort. I like the, you know, George Fuqua, man. That's all. The the highs and lows of this guy and his movies. Like the highs are like pretty fun and pretty good. Yeah. But there are some elements that you're like, what the fuck, man? Like, at times too. He's and, a confusing director. Yeah, I'm glad we're doing this. These are these are good because it's like you can only like I think they, they give you a lot to chew on. I think yeah. these are interesting movies. And I, I want I I can't wait to get to <laughs> emancipation because I'm like Let's, let's see him do I'm another. I'm excited. Like, yeah, he is all over wait. the place. In the right, I, I like the emancipation. Right he's he's all like it is just. He is a working director, doing his thing, and he's yeah. got some weird perversions and quirks that we're only discovering more movies we get into. Like he has his own like aesthetic. He has his own like uh, yeah. it's hyper no violent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very very violent. <laughs> <laughs> It's not in the cartoony Tarantino kind of way. It's in a like, no, not fun. You're serious, not, like you're not having fun. Yeah, <laughs> this oh, isn't supposed to be fun. Yeah, it's it can be scary. So, you know, we we continue onward next mm-hmm. week with a very similar movie to Olympus Has Fallen, which is of course David Fincher's 2008 Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Ooh, <laughs> this is a sharp tur- sharp yeah. turn in a different direction, is it not? <laughs> 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 what are you talking about? Olympus is fallen. Benjamin Button. Yeah, same same movie basically. My goodness, same audience. Uh, Completely would, same audience. I would love to see a uh, a Benjamin Button to Mike Banning. Okay. <laughs> Weird little. <laughs> got a problem. I gotta save the president's life. The problem is, I'm also aging backwards. What? <laughs> It doesn't really matter right now because I'm middle aged. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, me. I, I, I'm Gerard Butler currently, so I'm good. 
yeah. good. But you know, I, I I I may look forty, but I'm really sixty. Imagine though, if this had happened like you know four years ago, big trouble, big trouble. I was a tiny old man then. <laughs> yeah, I was a little, little acorn sized man. Would have never been able to do half this shit. No. Actually, actually, I probably would have. I'm Mike Bam. I'm Mike Fanning. <laughs> I was the, the world's mustliest old baby. Yeah. So, uh, Curious Case of Benjamin Button is currently on Paramount Plus. Showtime. Yeah. If you are following our show closely, I don't mean to give them a plug. You should probably just subscribe to Paramount Plus and Stars. It'll say long run, yeah. it'll probably save you money if you're following closely rather than having to rent them individually. <laughs> and then you can catch up on the latest episodes of Blunt Talk. Yeah. <laughs> Remember Blunt Talk? We love Blunt Talk, well, don't we? Good, that's, that's as good of a poll as the damn Dr. Chess. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Good poll, Patrick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it can be read through all the services. There is a, um, if you don't have any of those, though, is I think it might not be available anymore, but there was a wonderful special features packed Criterion edition of the mm. Curious Case of Benjamin Button that God only knows if we will have time. We're banking stuff for the holidays here, so we actually have like two and a half weeks. I guess we could dive yeah. into those features because we're, we're ahead of the game here. Might have to go to Vidiots and snag a snag a copy. Yeah, indeed. Uh, week after Benjamin Button, we are back with Antoine Fuqua with another movie I remember being disturbingly violent. Oh, 2014's no. The Equalizer. Yeah. <laughs> First well, Denzel God Washington just... movie in a while, too. Yeah. Also came out the same time as uh, John Wick, which is interesting. Those two yeah. movies are weirdly... Pa- uh, those two franchises are weirdly parallel. Yeah. I want to... This might be controversial. Mm. I might like the Equalizer series more. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, let's see. That's wrap, what this shit's about. Wrap that around your head. <laughs> like, I like yeah. you're dropping the real shit there. That's yeah. like all these all these wickheads. Get out of here. Yeah, I John Wick, the end of the Equalizer, because he works at a hardware store. All the bad guys are like converging on him. I remember this so real I saw this when it came out. I remember he's like going full like kept, like home alone. With like the tools at the Home Depot on these guys. That's really funny. That's good. I like that. Where he's just yeah. like using and like nails like, and yeah, it's like gross, like saw blades. Oh no, and shit like that. So it's yeah. like serious Home Alone. That's great. And, like, David Harbor is in it. it. Was like one of the first times I saw Ooh. David Harbor do anything. A, like a pre Stranger Things David Harbor. Pre- so he done like he was in um the Bond movies. It was like the first time I had ever seen him. Oh but yeah, he's in, but he's in um he's in this. He's like scary in this one it's like there's a few things like really like imprinted on me from the the equalizers like this is highly and i can't believe they made three of them it's like shocking that they made three of them and shocking we're gonna watch them all so the equalizer is on stars right Mm. now of course it's on stars yes (laughs) (laughs) because that's where we stand at the academy academy all of our shit is at home on pay cable. Oh yeah. Um it's on Blu-ray. Can be rented through all the normal services. Boy, some exciting times to come. We have our Christmas episode to come. We've got our end of the year spectaculars with our one of our favorite episodes, the Discoveries episode Ooh. is coming up here. Top tens of the year 
coming in January. Mm -hmm. I mean, it all it's all happening on the Academy Academy, and someday we will actually go back to our original format. But Monday, <laughs> we're gonna crawl at it. We're in some serious like. Late nineties, early two thousands movie quicksand. Right yeah, we gotta we gotta change the the pace. We gotta we gotta get a different flavor in here. Somebody uh, toss us a whip that we can pull ourselves out of this quicksand with. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about these two movies in the next couple of weeks. You know. Yes. Because these are two very interesting, very similar, not at all movies. So yeah. Whew. For Patrick, I'm done. We will see you next week on the Academy Academy. Olympus has fallen. Mm -hmm. Olympus rises. Olympus rides again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Long Good. live Mike Banning. <laughs> American hero, Mike Banning. Viva Mike Banning. Viva Mike Banning. There's, Viva another, Mike Banning. there's another shirt. <laughs> That's really able to sell that shirt too. <laughs> yes. So many shirt ideas. Uh, big shirt episode. Big, yeah, big shirt episode. Big shirt energy. And I know you're trying to help me. You try so hard to be so Stand audience for my